Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic. A podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens around it. Like COVID tests. We're having a bit of a, a competition to see who can get the most COVID tests, and you're losing. I wasn't aware that I was in the running. Well, is, is this kind of like golf where the lowest score wins? Because I mean, <laughs> I, I got that. Yeah, I think it probably is actually. Because I haven't had one and you guys keep getting them. Yes, we do. We get them. We got them. After after our trip to Disney, Yes, the boy you, and I went. The boy and you, well, all four of us went to Disney. Yes. Which we were confused about earlier. I was trying to remember where you guys had gone that you would have been exposed to COVID. But then I was like, oh yeah, I was there too. Yes, you were. <laughs> <laughs> and the boy got sick. He did. He had he had a cold when he came back. And we got him tested because we heard that, you know, the Delta variant can act like a cold. And yes. as well, he was going to start school the next week. And so we didn't want him going to school and saying, I was just sick and not having like a negative test to back it up. Right. I didn't want them sending him home. No. Yet. For <laughs> another COVID test. That, right. That would be later. And so since he was going, you also went just to be safe. Yeah, I thought if I'm scheduling with the health department, you're scheduling it a couple days in advance, usually, depending on, you know, what day of the week you're trying to do that online. Right. And I didn't want to need one two days later after taking him there. Oh, gosh. As long as I'm there, I'll just get the thing stuck up my nose, too. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. Turns out that neither of you had it. Nope. He had just been exposed to a bunch of unfamiliar immune systems while we were in Disney. Yes. So, mm -hmm. and then a week or two into school, number three started feeling poorly right after coming home from their dad's house where, you know, they had been running around with no mask, hanging out with friends who are into all sorts of teenage vices. Yes. And into sharing said teenage vices without wiping off mouthpieces or lips of bottles or jars or cans or whatever they're doing. You know, and I mean, I, I was similar when I was that age, but there was no COVID when I was that age. Right. So you had to take them and, and have something stuck up their nose. Yes, and they were trying. not happy about that. Hey, man, if you're going to go run around like that. That's the that's, that's the outcome. That's what's going to happen. That around, is around here. The natural consequence. Yes. Especially when you end up with symptoms like, and I had a pretty solid feeling that it was just tonsillitis by the symptoms they were explaining and my hey, without predisposition science, to- you don't know that. True. Mm -hmm. And like I've always had tonsillitis off and on like my whole life. I probably, if I had had better health care when I was a kid, I probably would have had them out. Mm -hmm. But so I knew what tonsillitis is like, but I also knew that if I don't get the test, then, you know, it's one of those situations. It's one of those corollaries to Murphy's Law where if you don't check it, that's going to be the problem. Yeah, let's not make a bigger problem by not checking. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and then uh, a week or so after that, I, uh, I I do have to go places for work. You do. Yes. And thankfully, you are able to do most of your work as telehealth, but you still end up going out once a week or so, a little more, a little I've, less. I've tried to make it about once a week. They would prefer sending me more places, but I try to limit it to once a week because I just think it's unnecessary. And I do have to see people in person. Sometimes it's in a group setting and there's other questionable people involved. And so I was informed a couple of days before Labor Day 
that I had been exposed at the place I had been to earlier that week. You got and a text message saying, were you at such and such a place? Yeah, it was a Teams message to everyone saying, was anyone at blah, blah, blah facility this week? So I virtually raised my hand <laughs> and said, yes. Because you know, as soon as somebody asks in this climate, were you at such and such a place, especially if it's a healthcare facility? Yep. So that person, a boss's boss type person said, well, do you have any symptoms? And I happened to have that day a super massive headache that was really unusual. Which you've had off and on now for, what, a week or two that you've had a headache and then not a headache and then a headache and it comes so, back. This was like a super massive one that was really strange. And I, I know that because I, I did say that to them and think that, but another day or two later, you had that headache. I did. And I was waiting to go get a COVID test. And and then I had a, a really so, weird so, out of nowhere headache. Yeah. Strange type of headache. Now, I know my tension headaches. I'm familiar with those. You know your too sinus. Familiar head- you know your sinus headaches. <laughs> we are both far, far too familiar with these things. Yes. Yeah. So it wasn't any of those. It was massive. Right. And I could not get it to stop with all the usual electrolytes and various anti-inflammatory things I could all, all the All yeah. the usual headache remedies and pills and yeah. dietary fixes. And it wasn't working. No. Nope. Um, so because I had a symptom and I was exposed, they said, okay, you need to work from home for the next two weeks unless you get a negative test. And it just so happened that there must have been an upswing in tests because I could not get a test for about four more days, mm-hmm. which from the time of exposure was already a week. And then by the time I got the result of the test, it had been 10 days, not 10 working days, but 10 days total. But I did wonder because I didn't feel great. So I had a test. And the other test? Was well also negative. Okay. All the negative tests. Yes. Fortunately, although sometimes I half wish we would just get it over with. I mean, you know, not that it sounds like a good time or something. Well, yeah. And at that point, like when you and I had both had these really weird headaches and we were waiting on your test result and if yours hadn't come back when it did, I was getting ready to schedule my test. Right. Which I ended up not having to schedule because you did get your negative result back pretty quickly. I did. And And I was fortunate that time the line was very, very short. So I got in and out real fast. They have this big parking lot for this big facility out west. They have like county fairs and rodeos and things like this with big parking lots. And so they have you wind your car in the car line through the big parking lot. But sometimes the line actually takes up the whole parking lot. And sometimes it's just drive through the cones and drive through the cones and drive through the cones. You know, every time I've gone, they have set something up differently. Yes. So, because I've been there a few times, so. Mm -hmm. Well, I thought it was good that you had gotten your results back really quickly because like when number three had to go before that, Mm -hmm. their result took for freaking ever. And the text message came like three days later saying, your results are posted. Right. And I click the link in the text message Mm -hmm. and I type in the information to get the results. And it says these results are not posted or you have typed your information incorrectly. We don't have a, a result for this information. And it made me think, I wonder if they like had a typo on any of number three child's Mm -hmm. results Mm -hmm. because if they're telling me that the results should be there, but they're not there. And they weren't just sending them to you? Well, that's not yet. Here's the thing. No, they weren't at that point. Mm -hmm. They sent me a text message saying the results are posted, but 
you know, it's five or six more days before I get an email that says, you know, here are your results. But I figured when I got that text message and I didn't get any sort of follow-up, like if the kid had been positive, they would have been calling me for contact tracing. And so even though I couldn't confirm a negative result, Mm -hmm. that was what I was thinking. Because it took like a week and a half to get the proper email. Right. Which is so strange because when I've gone myself or taken number two child, I've gotten an email. So when we went before school, we went on like a Friday, I want to say, and I had an email by Sunday. About 36 hours later, I would have an email. Right. And the same thing when I went Mm -hmm. the next time and when I took him. So, you know, the next time, which we haven't gotten to yet. (laughs) You're correct. Yes, because no. <laughs> because it never and, stops. Because then you had to take number three. Did, wait, well, did no. I take, no, I took him again. And <laughs> you, then took you took him again. Yes. And so you went and you got your results back before I was about to schedule mine. Mm-hmm. But then not but a couple days later, number two child has to take a day off school because he isn't feeling well. Yes. He took off a day and it was the wrong day to take off because that was considered a symptom and somebody else in his class had tested positive. So they then sent me, started calling me and, you know, I'm working. So you answered the, you, you saw yes. the, the calls and then they also emailed me and said, because of this, he needed a negative test to return to school or he'd have to be gone 14 days. And I'm like, hell no, where is the test I can get to? Right. Right. And they did allow for like you could go and buy a test as long as it was administered by a professional. Like if you paid for the doctor to administer your test, they would take the the rapid tests. I need to find where I can do that so that next time he has this, I can just get him back in school the next day. The problem with that is it costs a lot of money to get the rapid test because nobody has them right now. Oh, okay. And that's the other problem. Well, they didn't even have a rapid test when you had to take the other kid to the urgent care the other day, but we haven't gotten to that yet. (laughs) So, um, Uh. yeah, so I had to take the kid to a test and they didn't have any tests. This was a Thursday when he got excluded. We found out at the end of the day Mm -hmm. and I couldn't get a test until Monday. I couldn't find any to get into that they could administer it, which is always the health department. Yes. And that's the thing. That's what we have here. They, the health department will do the not rapid test. You do have to wait three days for your result, up to three days for your results, but it's free and it's not terribly difficult to act. It's just a long process. It is. It is. uh, They have a a really wonky sign up online that just is really stranger than the things I have at work. And I work for the county. Mm -hmm. You know. I think we're both very familiar with how how government bureaucracies can be well-intentioned, but still all sorts of fucktacular. But nobody nobody notices the well-intentioned if it was there in the first place because of the rest of it. Well, and that's... That's I mean, I think thing. I do think with the COVID testing, people do recognize that as a, a well-intentioned. Here, this is offered. It would be really difficult if we didn't have that near enough to us to get to and, and have a test. Right. So, so his his test. I took him on Monday, and we had tests by. You had results. We had test results by Tuesday night. I was so excited. Right. I emailed them to his teacher, to the nurse, and then I text the letter to him so he would have it on his phone. Yes, because, you know, it's it's just an unfortunate coincidence that he happened to have taken a sick day on the day that previously a student had been 
confirmed right. positive. And I explained that to him a few times because I didn't want him to do that again. And I, I'm sure that what had happened is he ran around all day after school and then he stayed out late at an event that the other teenagers were at. And so I'm, I'm just not letting him do that. He's not good at running quite that much. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to sleep. Mm-hmm. And so he told me he couldn't get up or whatever his nonsense was. Right. And he stayed in his bed. It's totally okay in my book to take a personal health day when you're just feeling run down. Mm-hmm. I think it's totally okay to take a mental health day. I think any of these require the understanding that your responsibilities will still be waiting for you when you return and that they may be greater upon your return if you left them behind. But if a kid is feeling not up to school, then they should not be in school. Yes. And at the same time, then it's going to throw us into the COVID test conundrum. (laughs) Exactly. You know. So I think for you to frame it in such a way that he's going to be more cautious and more intentional about deciding whether or not he really needs that day off or whether he can wait an extra day for the weekend to have his sleeping time. Well, I'm also just managing him differently and not letting him run around like that. Yeah. He's not going to run around that late on a school night. Mm-hmm. I don't care what the other teenagers are doing because if he can't get up in the morning, then he can't go to things. Right. And that's been him in the past. He has been like that. And it's no. it's a challenge because he wants to go and do the things that the other kids his age and even younger than his age are doing. Mm-hmm. He wants to go and be social. He wants to go and be part of the activities. Right. Well, I would consider letting him do a part part of that evening activity if he can come right home after school and chilled at home, went over there for about an hour and a half and then came back. He just can't do all of it. Well, and the thing is, it's it's a church-sponsored event and they usually have like a structured, okay, first we're going to do these type of outdoors activities. And then once it gets dark, we're going to come inside and do these indoor activities. And then we're going to have the lesson. And then we're, you know, there's a structure to it and they're expected to attend all of the parts. Mm -hmm. But he can't stay out that late and still function in the morning. Well, neither can the other one, but But the the other one doesn't have to get up in the morning. The other one is on online school and doesn't have... And even, even though they have a requirement to get up, they don't have to get up as early as he does. Right. Their morning starts two hours later if they start on time. Two and a half hours. Two and a half hours later, if they start on time, which they rarely do, but that's a whole other situation. Right. And it doesn't end up excluding them from school and having a COVID test. (laughs) That is the beauty of online school flexibility. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That, uh, you know, they they can start school at 11 a.m. if they want to. And the only thing they will have lost is a little bit of allowance. Mm -hmm. So then this week happened. Then this week happened. Number three. We got the, the number two back to school. We get number two back to school. We get you back to work. And then we have number three has tonsillitis again, like mm-hmm. just under a month later. Mm-hmm. And, and they were really feeling it this time. They really, really were, which they, I don't know. Which they're kind of like you. You know, if they have almost pneumonia, they're going to keep going. Well, so. <laughs> thank you for that. Mm-hmm. I knew that it was probably just tonsillitis again, but then we... Well, then they got a pretty good fever. Then they did get a, the fever and the chills, and they were so like uncomfortable and unhappy that they actually came down out of their room. Like The last time they were sick, they just laid in their bed for a day and a half mm-hmm. and let their friends keep them company on screens, which right totally reasonable. I have no problem with having all the friends in all the screens in your body still in your room. 
But this time they got down they went stairs down to and they the did couch. not make it back upstairs. No, they came down and sat on the couch at about, I don't know, stupid o'clock in the morning. I wasn't even awake yet. Did they come down before you were awake or did they come down while you were awake that morning? You know, I, I want to say it was before, but I really can't remember. And they came down there and then they, they stayed there for three days. So. <laughs> yes, they went, to, they went downstairs to the bathroom, which is quote unquote their bathroom. They probably went down there to take a shower because steam and warm water on muscles and, and then no, just no, that's could what not. you would do, dear. This is a teenager. They went to the bathroom and then they laid on the couch. Well, the thing is, this kid has taken more showers in the past three days than they would usually take in three days. So well, that's good. They, that they is could good. Use that steam. Yeah. But you know, they went downstairs to their bathroom and then they just never made it back up for three days. They just laid on the couch. Yeah. And so by the second day, if they were still in too much pain, well, the first day I said, you know, just to be safe, we need to schedule you for the COVID test, make sure, you know, just like before, right. even though we don't think this is what it is, I can see the patches on your tonsils. Mm -hmm. COVID doesn't make patches on your tonsils. Right. But you could have more than one illness. You can. Yes. And so, and especially since it was starting to seem systemic. Like they were having fever chills that were causing muscle pain. Yes. And so I was like, okay, that could be bacterial infection getting into blood and causing muscle pain. And, you know, we're, we're just going to go ahead and get this checked out. So right. I did so schedule them, them a COVID test. Mm -hmm. And then while we were waiting for the COVID test, their symptoms got so bad that we ended up taking them to the urgent care. Mm -hmm. Which did not have any rapid COVID tests. Which did not which have had, any rapid COVID tests. Which, which was, meant the same, next day you still had to go get a COVID test. We did still have to go to COVID test the next day because there are no rapid COVID tests to be had in our small town or even down in the bigger town next to our town. Mm -hmm. So in absence of a COVID test, and the doctor said that child number three symptoms really were classic for a couple of common teenage infections, mm -hmm. one being strep and one being mono. Mm -hmm. And so they tested for strep and the culture came back negative. And I didn't realize until later that they only tested for group A strep. They didn't test for group B strep. Right. But when that came back negative, they needed to test for mono. And this is a kid who I had to promise them I had already, they had earned the right to get their nose pierced, even though they're freaking scared of needles. Mm -hmm. And this is the funny thing. They want piercings. Mm -hmm. And each time they get a piercing, they have to have some other health-related needle. They, I, I wanted to get their blood typed on an Elden card and they wouldn't do it. And I said, okay, but you want more piercings in your ears. If you go get more piercings, then you're going to get the little lancet on your finger and put this blood on this Elden card so we can type your blood. Mm -hmm. This was like a year ago. Mm -hmm. Then for their COVID shot, I told them that if they wanted to get their nose pierced, which they had been asking for for a while, mm -hmm. I said, if you get your COVID shot, I will take you to get your nose pierced. Mm -hmm. Shots. Shots, two of them, yes. Yes. Because that was what was available at the time. Mm -hmm. And so they did. And this it's so funny to me that like everything they want. Can I punch holes in my body, but don't poke me with a needle. Right. No matter how tiny it is. And so admittedly, when they had to get a mono test, which is also a finger prick. Mm -hmm. And they were like, no, no. So yes, it is the funny thing of I want holes in my body, but don't poke me. Only if they're permanent. <laughs> Don't poke me with temporary holes. Unacceptable. The the needle to poke their finger, they, they started to have a freak out and then they reined their own self back in. That's good. It is. I was really impressed. And then when the girl came over with the lancet, when the, um, the MA came over ready to prick their finger and take the sample and mm -hmm. 
they started to tense up and pull away and I started to take their hand and they were like, let go. I let go. Mm-hmm. they put their hand back out where it needed to be. And I was like, okay, I thought I was going to have to hold you down. No kidding, right? Good, so, good thing they're kind of tiny, even if they're tall. Well, yes. Because you could hold them down if you needed to. Yes, mm-hmm. it is true. I don't want to, though. They're bony. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <sighs> so now we're awaiting those tests. But since the doctor could see the white patches on tonsils, they knew it was most likely a bacterial infection. Mm -hmm. And if it was swelling to the point that it was hard to breathe sometimes, that it was nearly impossible to swallow food, that their own immune system was not up to the task and that it was time for antibiotics. We are on our third day of antibiotics and Kit is almost back to, I wouldn't say back to 100. They're probably about 60% right now. They're more than halfway. Yeah. And that's what we, we, we thought and had said to them as well is, so while we're waiting for the COVID test to happen and then the results to return, should you see improvements when you start this treatment of antibiotics, it's likely that this is the problem. Because, because COVID yeah. is a virus and viruses do not respond to antibiotics. Correct. Treating illnesses that do not need antibiotics with antibiotics is how we ended up with some of the healthcare problems that we have now of antibiotic resistant issues. Yeah, that and other reactions to antibiotics. Yes. So I don't like antibiotics very much. But I went ahead and went for them in this case, and they do seem to be helping. So, Oh, yeah. Number three is almost caught up with their school, or at least they were earlier, although they started the week ahead. So, Well, that's good because the first two days they couldn't really even sit up. So, <laughs> Well, and the funny thing is that's what happened almost a month ago, three weeks, two, two or three weeks ago, is that they started the week not being able to even sit up, but they weren't ahead. And so they ended up having to do like a week's worth of schoolwork in two days days, Thursday and Friday. So. Right. But. Well, and I, I, I was thinking about the emails because I usually get an email first telling me mm-hmm. about the test. And then about two days later, I get a text. With That's a link. funny. It's very strange. But again, you know, government tactics. I don't know. <laughs> so who do you think is going to have to get the next one? Me. You, <laughs> you have work. to see people for work. Although pretty soon I'm going to have to start seeing people for work again, too. Oh, well, it could be you. It could be me. It I'm, hasn't been you yet. It should it should be, but, you know, that doesn't mean anything. Right. So Yeah, but I also haven't been having to go anywhere for work, but I just signed the paperwork for a second job teaching night classes. Mm-hmm. And so we'll see how that works. Yeah, we'll see. I teach at the community college. I'll be seeing more people face-to-face. You might need a COVID test. God dang it. (laughs) (laughs) I went to observe a class, and one of the people was out with COVID, one of the students. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. It'll happen that way. It will. So, what else? I don't know. What's that noise? One of our children? No, I think it's outside. I think our neighbors have company. They're going to need COVID tests. Yeah, those people over there. Yeah. They haven't been able to use their yard because, you know. Because of smoke, they're all happy that they can go out and use their pool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So is there anything gendery about all these COVID tests? Hmm. I sure don't know, which is probably by default some kind of gendery thing anyway. I don't know how the people giving the tests would treat us different. Like when when I take number three, mm-hmm. the the first time I took them, it was a woman that came to the window first and gave us the little cup with the tissues and the you know the info packet, just slips them in. They don't let you put your window all the way down. You crack it and they slide the things in through the top. 
We have a, I have a lot of COVID papers. This is this is what you need to watch for. You know, and they have to give it to you every time. Yes, you can't say no. I already have three of those in the car. I could show them I have them. You know, they, and I almost did this time when they said, "Did you did you already get your COVID packet?" And I should have just said yes because I already ha- they give you an info packet, mm-hmm. and it's the same info packet every mm-hmm. time, and they give you tissues. Mm-hmm. in a little cup. Yes. And the cup seems to be only there to hold the tissues as far as I can tell. She did say that last time. When I took the boy, the woman brought the stuff to us and she said, that cup is your trash can. That's hilarious. The first time we went, a woman brought these things around and just said, here's this and here's this and expected that we were competent to... Know to blow your nose with tissues? Well, and she said, there's two there, one for before the test and one for after. And she didn't need to like explain, blow your nose before you take your test because they need your mucous membranes flowing and blow your nose again after the test because it'll just be nasty and you'll want to do that anyway. Right. But the second time I took number three child, it was a dude passing out the stuff and he needed to explain all of that. Is that right? Yep. I wonder if somebody started asking that woman or someone else there what the cup was for, because she did say that cup is your trash can, and nobody said that the last several times I've gone. And and I had that since the very first COVID test, which was shortly after we started staying home, because I had gone to one of those places I go and they mm-hmm. sent me I remember one of those this. messages saying, has anybody been to early, early whatever on. that place was? And I had to go specifically there because they had a nurse yeah. adjacent to that facility who could mm-hmm. come out and do the test. Right. Gave me a little cup with two tissues and did say, blow your, here's two tissues, one for blowing your nose now and one for after. Yep. And then instructed me to blow my nose. Yes. You know, and I, I never know if that's just their instruction or they need to tell me because I'm a man and I don't know what I'm doing. Well, I think that what. that's why it, that's why it's funny to me because the woman assumed I knew what I was doing and the man assumed I did not. Huh, okay. So I don't know if the woman I, didn't assume you knew what you were doing and a man would. Well, that, that was the very first COVID test. Right. It was way at the beginning. When and that they was just a very st- new process. I yes. think they had to explain everything to everyone. Yes. Huh. Yeah, I don't know that they've explained things to me. And the last one with the boy, uh, so she said that, you know, the cup is your trash can. I gave it to him. He said, I don't have to blow my nose. I said, no, man, they want you to blow your nose. So just try. Mm-hmm. And he, he gave a feeble try. And then they, whenever I'm taking him, they come to the car. And if it's just him, I point at the other side of the car. And that's and what sh- I did, yeah. So then they point at the other side of the car and I shake my head, yes. Mm-hmm. And they go over there <laughs> yes. and I roll that window down. And there was a, a man that came to that window, an older man Mm -hmm. with his whole get up on. And he explained to our child that it was going to tickle and he might sneeze, but not to worry because the get up he had on was sneeze proof, basically. That's funny. So he was not going to, he didn't have to worry if he sneezed on him. And um, they did explain it more the second time. And even though it was a, it was a different person doing it, like not the person who handed out the info packets who mm-hmm. needed to explain everything. Have, yeah, separate people. Doing separate people things. doing that task. The, the second person, the person who actually did take the test the first time, didn't say anything about if you need to sneeze or blow your nose. Like, That's the first time they said anything. Right. So I think that might just be a new policy that they're doing for everybody that they added that in or they added it back in. They really stuck that thing up my nose nose the last time and, you know, swirled it around and they're really good. So I told him when we went, I said, last time they did this to me, they really got me. Like I was ready to, you know, start sneezing. And so he knew what the guy was talking about. Mm -hmm. 
I think the other times, like when I, the first time I had to take the boy was at the hospital location last year. Mm -hmm. And I think they were so like, oh, here's another kid. Is he going to scream while I do this? Mm -hmm. And then when he started laughing, they didn't know what to do with him. (laughs) Um, They, they were just so surprised with dealing with him that they, they didn't say anything. And I think I was surprised because I thought, they always, they definitely should say something to kids. You know, they should say anything to distract them or explain or something. Right. And they did none of that. Yeah. And I don't know how much of that is like lab techs having a whole new protocol and having to focus so much on protocol that they haven't yet figured out how to also focus on child engagement. Well, and that line took hours. And so they were, I figured they were kind of like, we were of, oh, I'm so glad we're here now. Let's get this done and get out of here. (laughs) You know, like being in that car line for so long, they went several blocks at that point or however long it was. Right. Two parking lots. I don't know. Mm. Is there anything else? Yeah, I don't know. If there is, I'm sure we'll talk about it to a microphone. Is that it for now? I think so. Okay. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less than complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening. I could not understand what trip I had gone on that you were asking me about. That you had not been there. It seemed to me if you had been there, you would know that, but maybe not. This past week has just been nuts. I don't claim to know nothing right now. Okay. Are we ready? Ready as it gets. Okay. Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. A week or two after school started. No, I think it was then the week, the second, the first. Uh, when I'll the, start. I'll the start. Other day? That again, yes. Okay. The other day. <laughs> <laughs> Might have been up a tall tree. Yeah. For fuck's sake.